0: Those bald chicks are here to slay. Stop what you're doing, plugging and play. Those bald chicks will make your day. So stop what you're doing and say, those bald chicks. Hello, all you bald and balding people, and welcome back to Those Bald Chicks, your favorite alopecia podcast. I'm Kristen, and I'm here with Paige and our last mama guest. Connie Robert <laughs> And by the last name, you can probably tell it's Paige's <laughs> mom. <laughs> 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 She's here to end off the Mom series and go over her perspective when it came to Paige's hair loss journey. So welcome, Connie, and thank you for being here and being our end of the mom
1: series. The
0: series. Yay. Right. For having me. Thanks. End of the series. Thank you
1: so much. It's lovely to be here with you too. I know. You always hear it but not even <laughs> how it works. That's right. Yeah. That's I know. Right. Well, not really in the flesh, but in the hypothetical flesh.
0: Hypothetical flesh, yeah.
1: Exactly. In the picture. <laughs>
0: No, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right, well, we'll just uh, jump right in. How old was Paige when she was diagnosed?
2: Well, when I first found out about Paige's alopecia, she was a college student. So she was in her early 20s. And yeah, she was in the thick of it. She was getting ready to graduate, actually. And Yeah. yeah, she was kind of in those... Very challenging years still. I call them challenging because early 20s are still tough. And that was a pivotal time, let me tell you. I, they
0: are. I think like any time when you lose your hair, it's like, I don't think it matters when. There's always a different set of circumstances yep. when you're at certain ages, right?
2: Yeah, because, so. you know, hair is out there and hair is in the public. And yeah, it was, a, it was a big deal for sure. How did you feel about it? Um, You know, it's a different perspective from a mom, I think. Because, and especially at my age, being her mom at my age when she was an adult and, you know, now that I'm I'm older still, I think that my initial reaction was, okay, all right, well, this is the next thing and we're going to get on with it. And I know Paige's personality, she's a strong woman, you know, we raised her to be a strong woman and she tackles things head on and she's always been that way and I said, All right, you know, life is a roller coaster, and we'll just deal with this. Ironically, I knew what alopecia was. Yeah, she just told me this the other day, and I
1: interesting. No, I
2: I did not know that. Yeah, enlighten me. I never told her. I didn't even think to tell her I knew what it was because I just thought, well, okay, well, we'll deal with that, you know. And I guess my reaction is, and this too shall pass. This too will get through. Mm -hmm. And you know, initially, it's going to be tough, tough, tough. My first. tough thing was the fact that she was in college and I wanted her to graduate. It was such a pivotal point. I mean, she was, you know, really working hard and she was an honor student. She just was getting great grades and rocking it. I mean, she was leading all the group discussions and doing so well in college and suddenly, you know, (laughs) suddenly a major life event happens and that can really rock your world. And she didn't tell me that it was rocking right away because she You know, she lets you in, and then she lets you in a little more as time goes on. But I really felt that I wanted to get her graduated. That was my main concern. We'll deal with the alopecia. We'll deal with anything. Just she needs to graduate. And she did. You know, she just...
1: (laughs) Don't know how.
2: She Hunkered
1: down. (laughs) You know, she did. That was a main part of me hiding, though. I stopped socializing. Like... Mm -hmm. I would just go to school to go to school and I completely stopped socializing with everybody. Which is
2: completely not like
1: her. I mean, would you say that you stopped like doing the group discussions,
0: like leading those?
1: I I would say at the end, my hair loss was probably the worst and I got great grades still, but I think I kind of took a step back. 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 I remember, it's funny that my mom says that because I remember having (laughs) conversations with my parents like when I graduate, I'm planning to do this. I'm planning to be in the business world, and I'm going to do so this. She was so anxious
2: to go on interviews. I was and, excited. Yeah. Like, I was mm-hmm.
1: like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to do great on interviews. And then hair loss happened, and I went, yeah, big I change. don't want to, I don't, what?
2: I don't want to do any of that. Well, and, mm. the th- and the thing was, it was gradual at first before she knew about her hair loss, you know, when the first person found it. Mm-hmm. But the minute that happened, it was like, boom, all of a sudden, you know, the, Worse. the patches started coming, and it started falling out, and she started freaking out. And she, Paige, always had a beautiful head of hair. She did when she was younger. And mm-hmm. she was wonderful. I am I not doing hair. Yeah, I am not good at doing hair. And she was phenomenal. She definitely did not learn that from me. And
0: she still it. is phenomenal. You should but, see what you know, she does wow. with wigs.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, Kristen, that has served her very well with hair loss because the thing is, she applied everything she knew to her lack of hair now. And so what she did was, as she started getting these patches, and believe me, the patches move around your head. You can't just fix one hairstyle with your existing hair and think, oh, this will be it. This is how I'm going to do it. Because soon, there's another patch in a different yeah. location. and You have to figure out the newest style. So, so it's
1: never a routine. It's like ever-changing It's always routine.
2: changing. And mm-hmm. she luckily was able to manage that. Although, you know, the interesting thing is, I'd come over and she'd say, oh, you know, she was self-conscious about it. She'd say, oh, look at this. Can you see this? Should we spray here? Should we do this? Oh, the spray. My mom (laughs) sprayed my head so
1: much. Oh, I I forgot how much my mom would spray my hair with that root spray. Yeah. And it would be before. That
0: spray has been insane throughout this podcast journey. (laughs) That's the
2: stories of that spray, man. No, it's true. The spray has kind of gotten us through some, some tough times. No kidding. But she would always wonder, you know, where is it? Is it, you know, is it looking okay? And I was always like, it's great. You yeah. do hair great. Your hair looks better than mine and I have it. I hair. thought she was
1: lying. <laughs> I was like, my mom has to say these things. But, it, but I,
2: wasn't, I wasn't
1: telling her right. honest
2: truth. I was being honest with her because mm. she was so good at doing it. So, yeah. But back to your have, getting her through college.
1: I would ask my mom anywhere when we had to go places, which wasn't often. But when we did have to go at family party, whatever it was, I would ask my mom 50 times during that can you see yeah can you <laughs> yeah can you see the balls box? come in the bathroom with me come, come in the bathroom. bathroom with me i'll yes. text her can you see
0: it fine. <laughs>
2: yeah it looks fine and mm. she, yeah she always wonders does it really but it really most of the time does what's really funny
1: is my wedding right yeah i had my yeah. wig it was taped in the front didn't even worry about because it, it was super secure but in the back, I was a little sweaty because I was a little nervous, and the tape in the back came up. So my wig, I could feel that it was moving, and I'm uh-huh. like, man, come on. Like, why does that have to happen? But you would never
2: know. You would never have known. Like, the late, average late person, you know, the yeah. rest of us, you would never know. am pretty sure I
1: asked her a couple times, can you see? She did. Can you <laughs> see? Look over <laughs> here. Everyone <laughs> that went yeah. knows. Yeah, yeah. Like, they know I have a wig on, so it didn't even matter. But I, for whatever reason, that was a big moment. And I'm like, I don't want my hair to be in the way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was just weird because I could feel the tape was giving out, and I tried to redo it. Her hair looked beautiful, though. Back to her talent in doing hair. This
2: is one time when you can give yourself a little perk, because this is when hair loss was nice, because she was able to do this hair well before her wedding. Oh, yeah. And I said, Uh most brides are, like, (laughs) stressing at the beauty parlor and wondering you know how their hair is gonna look and all that and we knew it was gonna be beautiful it was literally just on a stand for weeks <laughs>
0: so that yeah was, that, that was, was kind of nice. nice yeah i had my hair done for my wedding before i went to mexico and i put it in like the suitcase and yep. so it was like perfectly done when i got there yep.
1: just that's awesome slap it on yeah
0: yeah
1: we're I, will done. Say, I could focus more on my makeup and my outfit when i literally just glued like use tape for my wig. That yeah. was nice. Yeah, I wasn't. it was yeah.
2: beautiful.
1: It was lovely, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know. The two of
0: us can talk for everything.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're talking and talking and I love it.
0: I love it too. It makes these episodes entertaining, right? There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. What was the biggest hurdle that you and Paige had to overcome in terms of hair loss?
2: You know, it was more her than me because like I said, I knew what alopecia was before. I think somebody early in life, I don't even know who they were, maybe church, I can't remember, but I remember a person with alopecia, I remember learning about alopecia, so I knew what it was. I did not know there were different forms of alopecia. I thought alopecia was just you lost your hair and that was it. Yeah. I didn't know there was, you know, aredia or yeah, I didn't know. So that's been new to me, but The biggest hurdle has been watching Paige go through it. You Mm -hmm. know, she has great days and she has terrible days and it's a roller coaster. It's not an easy thing. You know, you're a young woman, Christian, you know, too, you're a young woman. And until you're, I can't speak for women with alopecia my age because I don't know anybody, but I, I can only speak from my experience of other things I've gone through myself and know that. As you age, as you get older, now Those that I'm, things
1: matter less. They and less. do
2: matter less. And you realize life isn't about these things that you thought were important. And that's a life journey. You know, that's not something you're going to get when you're young like you two are. That's something that's going to take some time. So, realizing that, I know she's still in the thick of it, you know, because she wasn't diagnosed that long ago. I mean, 10 years is not, you know, not even 10 years is not a right. long time. But I just hope she realizes, you know, that her life is full, you know, she's bringing awareness to it, she's helping other people, and we don't love her because she has hair. We love her. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Because of who she is. I could care less if she wears a wig or not wear a wig. Mm -hmm. You know, she's my kid, and she'll always be my kid, and Mm -hmm. I guess that's my role to help her overcome that and remind her that hair is hair. And I know you can't always say that either because – the person with alopecia has to be saying, yes, but it's extremely important to me. Right. So don't just count it out. Being a good listener and just being there for her and being empathetic mm-hmm. and going on the journey with her is one of the most important things we as moms can do because they're going to go through it. They're going to have ups and downs. You guys probably know this better than I do. Yeah. And you just have to be there for all of it like you would all of life's adventures for your. mm
1: mm-hmm. I would say I remember specifically my mom and dad just being like, oh, nobody made a big deal about it. Even my brother. He was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. my brother also, he's bad on podcasts, you know. Yeah. That. Um, he, and that's a genuine reaction, honestly, too, yeah. though. It was All genuine. three of them yeah. were like, oh, okay. And that was that. Like, there was not really a, a conversation after that. It was like, okay, well, we'll go through it. And I remember bringing up, like, oh, well, my dermatologist said that I could get steroid shots. And my mom, my mom and dad were like, okay, try it out. Oh, that's part of this. I'm going to interrupt because
2: that's part of this hurdle because I remember as a mom. So she did go to the dermatologist and she was explaining these steroid shots. And you know, it's bad enough when you have a little kid going to the doctor, getting their shots and they cry and stuff. But her explanation of these trillion shots she got every time and and like I said, she's strong and she can deal with pain. And this girl can deal with almost anything that you throw her way. <laughs> but I was taking that for myself and thinking, I don't want her to go through. I
1: Forget the hair. It made it Quit- worse. putting a million uh-huh.
2: shots in her head. It was terrible listening to that. And it that made my really anxiety
1: hard. worse because I think I got actually more anxious about my hair coming in i would pay attention to it more because i'm like this has to work is it really happening? this is this miracle thing yeah. that they're talking about your hair will grow back i think those shots literally made my hair loss hair loss worse worse and, and, shame and str- on, more stressful shame
2: on the medical community they should not lead you to believe that this is going to be a cure or yes. it's going to really work because it
0: doesn't
1: you know i don't know anyone where it's fully worked <laughs>
0: I don't either. No. Like, I know people who've grown back their eyebrows because yeah. they get the shots in them or in the eyelashes. And I'm like, if you even think you're putting a needle close to my eye.
2: My
0: eye yeah. Uh-huh. Ooh, ooh, that just gave me body chills. No right? way. Right? No. Mm-mm. I think also with those shots, it's a lot to go and get them done. Because, like, I mean, I've had them done when I was 13 and then I had them done again when I was like 25, 26. Mm. And it's terrible mentally. It is exhausting.
1: Yeah, I remember, too,
2: like... And it's exhausting as a parent watching it. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. And I remember, obviously, I was an adult, but being in the room waiting for my dermatologist to come in and, like, me having to unclip all of my extensions and show that made me sick to my stomach Mm -hmm. every time because I'm like, these people are pitying me. These people are looking at me like, oh, this poor girl. Oh, she looks so sickly, or she looks so bad. Like, that's what went on my head the whole time. It wasn't comforting. Nothing about it was
0: comforting. I felt like a drive through. When I was in my 20s and went in there, it was just like, okay, hop in this room. And then they did the shots for 10 minutes and they're like, okay, go home.
1: Yeah, after two. And they were like, see ya, go to the front, pay. And I'm like, wait. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. Like thanks, a, thanks a lot yeah right yeah, yeah thanks bye <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Lord. let's turn this on a more positive note what's yes, been yes, the biggest triumph that you page accomplished?
2: Yeah, um i would say probably her trying to get the message out there you and Paige working so hard at this podcast and the fact that you two have found each other to do it and support each other in the same way you're Messaging is the same. You're not about being commercial or you're not oh, about, God, no.
0: you're not oh, about,
2: well, a lot of podcasts are, you know, oh, and, yeah. but you're really about connecting this community and you're really about getting the word out. You know, there's this organization and that organization and you can talk to these people and just by having moms and daughters on there so other moms and daughters can hear them. And, you know, different ages of moms and daughters, all of that is so incredible and so empowering that that's a triumph in itself. You guys, I have to say, I congratulate you a lot on this podcast because I've known you've worked so hard from the very beginning with content. I know, Kristen, I know you must be working hard because I see Paige working hard. This is not the Kristen and Paige show. It's about people with alopecia getting the word out to people with alopecia. Every organization
1: supporting alopecia should be talking about everybody
2: else.
1: Yeah, and our whole thing is, is we know that our podcast could not be the right avenue for some people. That's why the whole point is, oh, well, here are A, B, C, literally through the whole alphabet of organizations, groups, people, women, children, men. Literally, we have seen so many different types of alopecia groups and We know that this podcast couldn't be it, but we will absolutely give you all of our resources. And that's forever what we're going to do. And we think that that's how everybody in the community should work together.
2: As a mom, this would be my advice. Let this continue to be your biggest triumph and plug through and push through. And hopefully your community of listeners out there will know that that's your message and continue to support you
0: so you can get your word out to other people. Let it fuel our fire.
2: Right. 100%. 100% yep absolutely
0: I think the other thing is is we know how alone that this journey can feel is we don't want anybody to feel that way like I've said that right from the beginning I don't want anybody to feel alone like I did like I went 19 years not knowing a single other bald person and there was hundreds thousands millions of them out there and and I didn't know a single one
1: you were a little girl
0: Mm -hmm. so yeah that's crazy we don't want that to happen. Yeah,
1: and in the beginning of my hair loss too, there were resources I could reach out to or go to, but they weren't for me. They, were they weren't right for you. They weren't the right age group. We they tried, weren't the yeah. right people. We did. They weren't the right people. Mm-hmm. I did not feel we traveled far connected to them. Yeah. And I know mm-hmm. that our podcast could be the same thing for somebody else. It could be. Um, a guy you know it could be someone that just does not relate to everything that we're talking about so we have other resources for people like that and we will absolutely mm-hmm. always list them talk about them share them because we know how important it is to find the right people right that all oh, that's yeah. a triumph
2: yep. absolutely. <laughs> Yay.
0: absolutely
2: yeah I, I, I would you're
1: I would both agree. wonderful <laughs> <laughs>
0: But well, we think you're wonderful.
1: Yes. <laughs> I know. We always talk about the moms. We thought theories was so important because it's so interesting seeing other people's perspectives. Oh, they're great. I'm pretty sure I never even paid attention to your perspective until I actually came out about my alpicia and thought about it. Where I didn't obsess about it. Where I started oh, thinking, oh, I wonder how my parents were thinking during all that. Like Kristen. Right. Kristen's mm-hmm. mom's episode. She said that she never knew that her mom had such a hard time with it. And she would go in a room away from Kristen and cry
0: mm-hmm. because she was yeah. a
1: kid. She didn't know what to do. Oh, you guys, she's a mom that yeah. moms live on their children's sleeps.
2: Yeah, we do. Kristen moms and I should probably talk because
0: Ooh, that would have been a good episode. Right. Too.
2: I, I didn't think about that. Well, we could do it. We could end with them. But I literally <laughs> didn't even think about that. But the thing is, you know, you don't love anybody else as much as you love your kid. You are responsible for bringing them in. You're responsible for them forever until you are not on this planet anymore. And you literally live and breathe through what they do. If you decide to have kids. If you decide to have kids. But if you're a yeah. mom, I'm telling you that it's a very powerful, powerful position to be in. And you don't realize it till you're a mom or a yeah. dad. But you don't realize it. And yeah, your mom's not kidding, Kristen. <laughs> your mom mm-hmm. is not kidding. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Next yeah. question. <laughs> Did you notice a change in personality or mood during or throughout Paige's hair last
2: journey? Yep. Yep. For sure. <laughs> yep. hundred <laughs> percent and through the whole thing still continues to this day. That's why I said, you know, it'll be interesting to see what how she feels when she's sixty because I'm wondering if she's gonna she will have a whole different perspective. I mean, she on not only alopecia but life, I think. You know,
0: you how many wigs will you have by then? <laughs>
2: I'm thinking this room room we're sitting in here is going to be full. Maybe I'll borrow a couple. You never know. know? I'll just start giving you all the ones that I don't use. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, she's charged through it. She has some lows, but I don't think she has lows like she used to. Mm -hmm. I think the beginning was the toughest part for her because it was, what? She didn't know what it was, and it terrified her. Mm -hmm. And somebody just casually mentioned it in the fact that you can... Google it now and find, you know, all of a sudden all this information came at her and she was like, wait, what? Yeah. I have this? And so that's pretty terrifying. It's like a some kind of ride you don't get to get off of. Right. But she, through talking to you, Kristen, and other friends and, you know, the alopecia community, you all help with that. So the personality and mood changes can be stabilized. And that's why you're doing what you're doing because anybody you can talk to is gonna help you. It's like a giant therapy group. Yep. You know, it's just we say that all the time. Yeah. It just say these episodes
0: are our therapy, so
1: Which is interesting so because Kristen and I we don't talk about our hair loss all the time. Right. But when we get on these, like I literally well, besides like me freaking out about my wig on my wedding, I haven't really talked about my hair loss that much lately. And, and now I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like now I'm like working through all this stuff again. Yeah it's, just, yeah, it's weird.
2: So it just comes and it goes. Like I said, you know, I think it's just a life's journey. It's one of those things that you're just on and you're going to figure it out. And the people who love and surround you are going to help you figure it out. Yep. And you know Ooh. who your support system is. But, um, you know, your closest friends are there too. And, you know, you just talk it out. You hug it out. You love it out. And you
1: get it out. Chris and
2: I... Wish we could hug it up, <laughs> Right? I don't know. We're going
1: to have to get Kristen. <laughs> they're coming. They're coming next summer. Yep, they're coming next perfect. summer. I know, That's we have perfect. it all planned out. We want to go up north. <laughs> yeah, go up north. Because it's, <laughs> it's the perfect, perfect spot. It's the perfect spot. It really is. It is. You, you know, like... also have
0: to come out during then.
1: Yeah. I can meet you too Yes. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> if you went to Canada, I would totally go to Canada. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are in here. So they're oh, hitting up. Oh, that's all. fun! Yeah. You're taking a trip. Yep, mm-hmm. they're not just flying here. They're that's doing great. the whole thing. That's awesome. I know, isn't that great? Yeah. So yeah. we're we're very excited it's about fun. that. Yeah.
0: All right. What have been the best resources throughout the hair loss journey?
2: Well, you know, early on when she was diagnosed, that was a problem because she's really very works. good researcher. I mean, she's awesome, and she found one organization that had Support monthly kids. meetings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we traveled quite a ways, you know, to go see them. And they were lovely people. They were, they oh, they were great. There weren't many of them. There were probably five people, right. maybe. Yep. But they were all my age. You right. know, They, I mean, I got along with them great. But <laughs> Paige was oh, like... But,
1: and that's <laughs> the thing. They were amazing they were they awesome were, people they were very supportive. which you know a ton of alopeces are just wonderful people yes yeah,
2: supportive but these
1: people were literally probably 50s 60s yeah they were my, i was in my early 20s there was nothing we had in common no nothing and,
2: and i feel like with something like this you really have to go through this experience with somebody your age mm-hmm. because you can relate to everything that they're going through she wasn't married you know what i mean she was just dating and
1: Yeah, I mean... And I'm like, dating is a big problem. I can't even talk about that here. Like, this is a big problem. Like, me wearing clothes is a big... You know, half of the people there were not even wearing wigs. And I was like, I can't do this. This is stressing me out more. Right. And the thing
2: is, I mean, your mom is your mom, but you can talk to your mom about all this stuff, but you need to talk to somebody your age. Yeah. You need a friend. That's why you guys conversing is so powerful. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so wonderful. But as we went along, she found a couple of groups here and there. And like any group, some are good, some are bad. And I won't say bad, but some are good, some don't fit. For you. And, you know, I just think Paige was looking for a group or people that were genuine about it. Mm -hmm. Who wanted to get the word out about it. Who wanted to talk about it.
1: Like literally trying to reach anybody that needed it at that time. Yeah. was a huge... That's what I needed. And that's what I wanted to do for everybody. That was out there, like, literally behind closed doors. Not even want to think about it. Right.
0: That was my whole
1: thing. And I even told her, you know, we can travel and... You mentioned the conference, the NAF conference. The NAF I was it terrified me. Yeah. I was like, I can't. I'm not ready for that yet. I can't take yeah. that step because and it was in nobody Washington, knows
2: DC or something. Yeah. Yep.
1: And my big yeah. thing was, what if I know someone there? Right. What if <laughs> I show up? Which is stupid to even think about because that'd be happen. that'd yeah. be cool because I'd be like, oh, you have available. You should do. But I was terrified to go there. Someone from like my hometown was there, and I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. That terrified me. But now knowing that, I'd be like, that'd be awesome. I'd love to know people there. But I don't know. That scared me. So I was like, no, mom. Absolutely not. not <laughs> I shut not everything <laughs> down. I was like, no. Yeah. No to absolutely everything. You no, know,
2: and I told her it would be a fun little trip. You know, we can go to as many sessions as you want or not or to DC, walk around see yeah. or whatever. And she was still in a position where she was like, oh, I don't think I'm ready for Mm-mm. that. So we talked about, I think, the next summer too. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, just a little leery of that, but I think you warmed up to it a little bit. Yeah. But then we talked about well, we actually talked about how fun to get a grassroots organization going. Like Where that. I live, yeah. Yeah. So you know, I mean, you never, mm-hmm. you never know what's going to happen, but um, getting connecting with alopecians
1: in your own community is important too. I think you know. Yep. I still get emails every time she does a support group. <laughs> That lady that does it. So I could go now because I could totally be there. But I was thinking possibly of like reaching out to NAF and being like, I want to start a big event for Michigan. I want people in Michigan to know that I want to do this. Not even an event, just literally a meetup. Right. To see where everybody lives, if people live close. Because I think that'd be cool. I've been talking about doing that in Red Deer because we have like
0: people in Calgary and Edmonton, and that's midway. So I was like, "Mm, like, right,
1: that would be perfect.
2: Well, even if the two of you could do like a session for the national organization, you could go and travel because enough people maybe hopefully have listened to your podcast, or you could get the word out that look, we talk about this on here. Mm -hmm. We're talking about real issues, real people, real feelings. Mm -hmm. Come on, join us because it's therapeutic, but. It's very helpful and very soul energizing mm-hmm. to be able to
0: do it. Ah, oh, twenty twenty three roadshow.
2: Okay, oh, Wouldn't yeah. that be fun? Yeah, right. Get the word out further. I, that I, would be fun.
0: You know, it, that would be so fun. You yeah. Plus, been- you could get like probably a lot of wake organizations to sponsor that. You got I-
2: it. Right, and, mm-hmm. uh, and that's another thing. Anybody new to alopecia doesn't know where to go. to. Exactly. Which wigs are good? What is synthetic? What is real hair? Yep. Why is the cost so different? How do you care for it? Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know anything when you're newly diagnosed with that. No, so. you
0: don't. No, nothing. Absolutely nothing. What are you looking forward to in the future for Paige? Well, this roadshow? No.
2: <laughs> the road, <laughs> Yeah, it's roadshow. You know, she always had such a bright future ahead of her. But I really hope she can meet you soon, Christian. for sure. You guys live so far apart. And I know that is on her bucket list for sure. She would love, she's mentioned that many, many times that she would love to meet you. Another thing is, you know, she's newly married. You know, she is entering a time in life that's so exciting. Her new husband, Damon, is <laughs> phenomenal. I couldn't
0: ask for a better son-in-law, honestly. Oh, he is the I'm best. I'm going to cry again. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We know, just got married two days ago, folks. I know. She's, <laughs> She's emotional. emotional.
2: <laughs> it's the mom thing again. You know, you're handing your daughter over to somebody else, and that's a big emotional thing. But we love Damon so much. We, we could we could not have. We're picked, obsessed with him. <laughs> we could not, we could not have picked a better guy for her. I mean, we couldn't have. He's just a one of a kind. And as a mom, to have a son in law who's gonna be so great to your daughter is wonderful. So her future. Is very bright. They're gonna do nothing but great things. Continue to pursue their careers and work hard like they always are. She's always been an incredibly hard worker, anyway. But um, yeah, nothing but great things for these guys. You know, mm-hmm. Paige is very creative. She's always looking at something new to do. She never gets bored, and that is she's always <laughs> is always finding the next new thing. So um, you know, that's gonna be great for her for sure. Yeah, and it really are, is. Boy, I I have. No doubt that you're going to continue to reach audiences and do wonderful things. Hopefully
1: be able to do things in person together for this. Mm -hmm. I
2: I hope for that. I do. And Mm -hmm. I definitely would brainstorm with you, too, and, you know, encourage that because I think you're doing a good thing. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. It's very positive.
1: All right. This last question is our
0: favorite. It is. What is one piece of advice you would give parents whose child is just in the beginning or tough stages of alopecia?
2: That depends on, I think, what age they are. I was yeah. listening to your podcast with um, little Violet mm-hmm. and her mom. And, you know, some of these moms, some of these young moms, and I imagine Violet's mom was very young, have some great advice. The way she was raising her daughter was rock solid. I mean, I listened to that and I said, you know what? If everybody could parent that way, not only a kid with alopecia, mm-hmm. but just be a parent just like, like that, that, then we win. What The world wins, mm-hmm. Right. So I think if you have alopecia, you just have to stand by them. You have to be willing to shut up and listen (laughs) and not always have an answer. You know, the positivity is great, Mm -hmm. but you have to be real too and say, let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a tough thing. We're going to deal with it like we deal with everything we deal with. And, you know, Paige is an adult now and I've been a mom to her for a long time, but we still have to have those conversations and say, look you know, this is, this is a tough thing, but let's really, let's really talk. Let's work on it. What can we do where I'm here for you forever? You know, as long as I'm living and breathing, here I am. So how do you need me? Just let them know you love them. I'm here for you. What do you need from me? You know? Right. It's most important.
1: Um, Most of the moms that have come on have literally said, I just let my kid lead and I follow them, and I just 100%. try my best to support them and yeah. give them what they need, but I let my kid decide. You want to wear a wig? Okay, we'll try it out. Yeah. You don't want to wear a wig? Fine. You want to put little temporary tattoos on your head? Cool. Do let's it. do you all wanna of it. You want to wear blue
2: wigs today and yep. green
1: tomorrow? Oh, nice. Yep. Yep. That's what most moms have told us, that they literally just follow the lead of their daughters and sons, mm-hmm. and we think that's incredible
2: yeah and that's true when you're when you're older too and well from the very beginning remember how you had such a hard time figuring out should I shave my head should I not I was like you have to do what feels right to you right and it took you a while but in the middle of the night you were like all right I'm doing it now yep (laughs) and you
1: did. I feel like those things just come when you least expect it Mm -hmm. I feel like pressuring yourself to do something isn't the way to go because It took me so long to come to terms with shave my head. And then I literally just had the urge Mm -hmm. to do it. And I said, I I can't let this go. I can't go to sleep knowing that I want to shave my head. And it wasn't even me pressuring myself. I was like, I want to. I want to shave my head right now. And you loved it. I loved it. Mm -hmm. I did. I was like, this is the best decision of my life. And I feel like I still haven't been out in public with my hair. And that's okay. Because I'm like, I don't want to push myself to do it. Mm -hmm. And then regress even more. Because I did that and I pushed myself too hard. So that's why I'm just waiting for that urge. And once I yep. get that urge, I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm going to be let's like, damn it. Let's go. He's like, it's one in the morning. I don't care. We're going out, paul Let's go. Right? But so
2: with something like this, a mom's role is to just love and support, talk, listen.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree. Do you know this? That we do chick bits at the end of Yes, of, of course oh, okay, I know the... chick bits. Yeah, you and listen. <laughs> lately because you <laughs> ran out of people. So. Kristen has been finding the, uh, <laughs> the chick bits and they crack me up. There's some that are just so random and I love it. No, I love, I love them. You're I know, right? I love it.
0: I love finding the most random I... ones. So, competitive art used to be in the Olympics. So, between 1912 uh, and 1948, the Olympic Games awarded medals in sculpture, music, painting, and architecture. According to the Smitho- Smith... Oh my god. Smithsonian? Smithsonian <laughs> magazine... <laughs> Oh my God! I've lost all words, all capabilities. You know oh that God. magazine people. that the Smithsonian sends out? That's the one. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's it. That's the one. That's interesting. I never, right? never knew that. Yeah, that's really. that's cool though. That I mean, I wish they kind of still did that they because really that's, I wish they did too. Because how cool would that be? I would be super interested in that. Yep. I would yeah. love to watch that. And There's look a lot at of creative people out there who
0: who deserve to be, be recognized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. Nice. Yeah. I know, that was a good one. Oh. I love this. It. That's fun. It's better than the crocodiles.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's some hits, some misses, but it's all right. We're trying here. <laughs> you guys know the drill. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at thosebaldchicks at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. All the links of everything you need is in our direct me, which you can find in the episode description. Until next time, guys, bald peck peck out. out. <laughs>